Good morning. This is Nathan Hartell and welcome to Coffee Break, a podcast of Riverside County Child Support Services. Thank you so much for joining us this morning as we take our coffee break to spend a little bit of time with our listeners, enjoy a hot cup of coffee and talk about all things related to child support. Uh, We are here in April of 21 and I'm thinking back on uh, a crazy year. March of last year is when uh, COVID really changed a whole lot uh, for the world, for each of us as public servants serving the residents of Riverside County and our respective jobs. And when I think back on that time and I think about what our immediate need and our immediate focus was for our child support customers, I think about the need to continue our services and then to make sure that that was seamless for our customers. And so we moved quickly to make sure that our staff were available, that uh, technology was in place to offer virtual appointments, ramp up, live chat, texting, email, phone conversations. And once we had that in place, one of the things I was reflecting on was that very, very quickly, it became evident that more than ever, an existing need really needed to have some extra focus. And that was that child support customers also cross over and they have a need for services and referrals and programs that are offered by sister county departments and community partners and agencies. And so we really wanted through this podcast in our current season to highlight and showcase some of those other county departments and agencies and what they have to offer, because we know that more than ever, uh, people are coming to us at child support because they need support in the way of finances to raise their kids. They're going to a lot of other places too. The needs are just growing and growing and growing. And we're still in the middle of the pandemic. We got some good things going with the vaccine coming out, but we're still right there. And so in our podcast, our listeners uh, will know, and if you haven't, you can go back and find other episodes where we've interviewed Community Action Partnership. We've also interviewed First Five of Riverside County. And that brings me uh, this morning to having the pleasure of welcoming two guests from Riverside Department of Public Social Services, DPSS. And there's a whole breadth of services that they provide. This morning, we're going to be speaking with Maribel Castaneda, a senior program specialist, and Elisa Smith, supervising employment services counselor specifically about self-sufficiency programs, including welfare to work. And there's so much that DPSS does, we could probably have an hour long or more discussion or multiple episodes on everything that DPSS has to offer Riverside County. But self-sufficiency is really where we want to focus for our episode because that's at the heart of the child support mission as well. We provide the services that we do to our customers to ensure that paternity is established, that court orders for medical support and financial support are established and then collected upon so that our families can provide the resources for their children and be self-sufficient. So this morning, Maribel and Alyssa, I wanna welcome you and I wanna thank you for being part of our podcast. And I'm gonna ask each of you, if you would, introduce yourself uh, to our audience. You can certainly do that in a more personal and better way than I can. Let them know who you are and what you do at DPSS. So welcome and thank you. Oh, thank you, Nathan. It's a pleasure to be here and to uh, talk to the residents of Riverside County. Again, my name is Elisa Smith, and I am a supervising employment services counselor. Um, I, you know, my job is a supervisor for the welfare to work programs. I've been with uh, DPSS over 25 years, and it's really been my pleasure to watch families uh, grow and become self-sufficient through employment and through the other services and programs that we offer. 
That's great. Thank you. Yes. Good morning. Thank good you morning. for allowing us to be here today. So my name is Maribel Castañeda. I'm a senior program specialist with the Community Outreach Branch. We are part of the Department of Public Social Services Self-Sufficiency. And what we do is we go out into the community to create awareness and perception of all the DPSS and self-sufficiency programs. We have a mobile unit of eligibility technicians who attend various events um, throughout Riverside County. And again, you know, we educate staff, customers on program requirements and the process in which um, them and their families um, can benefit from receiving self-sufficiency programs. And also we teach them how to apply for for these benefits and how to retain them, which is very important um, for them and their families. That's great. Thank you very much, both of you, for being with us today, for explaining what you do and what your role is. You know, I can share with you both that one of the reasons, as we thought about doing this particular episode and interviewing you from DPSS, one of the things that kept coming to mind was going back to one of our first podcast episodes that we did in episode one, and we addressed a variety of topics where our child support customers were a little bit confused maybe about some of the services that we provide, and we did an entire episode kind of clearing the air for them and saying, you know, you might have thought this, but here's the reality. Here's how we really want to help you and provide services to you. And one of the things that would very commonly come up from customers, and it still does, is you would have an existing child support customer who would say, you know, I think I need some other services too. I want to apply for food stamps, for example. I want to, you know, apply for CalWORKs. I just, I just need general help, but I'm afraid to do that because I already have this child support case open. And so one of the things we were able to do is just help our customers be at ease and recognize that, you know, we are all here as county agencies to provide every service that someone is uh, qualified to receive, applies for and, and qualifies for. And that includes, you know, that crossover where you have a customer with child support. We don't want them to be fearful uh, to go visit you at DPSS and ask for those services. So that is kind of the, the framework for where this is coming from. And, you know, so we want to ask some really basic questions of the two of you. We want to uh, give you a, an open door to share as much information about these self-sufficiency services as you can. So our listeners will end this episode feeling, you know, encouraged to go visit with you, to apply for services, to ask for questions, and to feel free to do that without any reservation. So a couple questions just to kind of kick us off, and I'll let the two of you decide who is best uh, suited to answer. But we want to know, you know, you, you referenced self-sufficiency. When I say that related to child support, I know what I mean, and I it, it's kind of a general term just to, you know, speak to our customers and say, we want you to have the resources that you need to care for your family. But what does self-sufficiency mean for DPSS in terms of services provided? And then specific to self-sufficiency, what are those programs? You know, what is offered and what is available to, to the public? So uh, that's kind of general, kind of a, a broad open door, um, but I wanna kind of leave that there for the two of you to provide some information to our to our listeners, if you would. Uh, thank you, Nathan. That is a great question. Um, and self-sufficiency is not only a division within DPSS, it is also our philosophy. Um, you know, the primary programs under that is the CalWORKs program, which we'll get into a little bit more detail, and the Welfare to Work programs um, that is my area of specialty. Um, you know, self-sufficiency, as you stated, is about 
being able to support one's family, you know, being able to be a, a, a positive member of your community, to being able to pay your bills and to have the resources necessary to live, you know, a healthy and happy life. And that's what the self-sufficiency programs are all about. It's helping families um, obtain stability so that they can go out and take that next step and have that that next job or deal with other things that are going on in their life that really um, may be a little bit troublesome or, or they just need a little extra help and a little extra direction and support. And that's what our programs really are about is providing that direction and that support to the families in the Riverside community. All right, that sounds great. You know, you you mentioned a couple of things that really stand out to me. One one is that self sufficiency is part of your philosophy as a county department and how you deliver your services. So I think that's great, and I have loved being able to speak through this podcast platform to help our listeners know what to expect when they come to us at child support. And I'm hearing the same thing from you, that if if self-sufficiency is part of your philosophy, I'm guessing that you have such a high emphasis on quality customer service at DPSS because you recognize, as you mentioned, the challenging situations that customers are in. So, you know, self-sufficiency is more than, again, than just the services being provided. It really is, it's a mindset, it's a value. Um, and I'm so glad to hear that, that we share that with you. So I think that's, that's really important. And then, uh, Maribel, if you could speak a little bit to you. So CalWorks is more along the lines of, of your area of expertise. Is that right? And that's under the umbrella of self-sufficiency? Yes. For the self-sufficiency programs, we have, um, I'm going to go ahead and get started with medical. Medical is a low-cost or no-cost health insurance program, and it's for individuals and families in California. Um, there are some eligibility requirements, but medical benefits are available for anyone, regardless of their age, disability, household composition, immigration status. Um, they can be working or not working. Uh, CalWorks is the CalWorks Opportunity and Responsibility Program, and it provides temporary cash assistance to eligible families with income or no income. In addition, we have CalFresh. CalFresh is known as SNAP at the federal level. And what we do is we supplement the family's um, income by providing an electronic benefit transfer card to qualified families or individuals so they can purchase foods to um, live a healthy life. And that's basically what we want. We want people to be healthy, um, to be able to receive assistance. Uh, we also have the General Assistance Program, and this is a program for adults 18 and older. Uh, there are some specific program requirements and again, you know, this is under the self-sufficiency umbrella. CalWorks, General Assistance, CalFresh, and the medical program. So, Maribel, if I'm a customer in need of some or all of those services, but maybe I don't know which one specifically or which one I might qualify for, can you tell me how do I apply for those benefits? Is it a, a single application that covers everything and then DPSS will tell me what I qualify for? Or do I need to specifically know what kind of help I need when I come see a representative at DPSS? Well, it's very easy in reality to apply. We have information about our programs um, at the ripcodedpss.org website, but 
families applying for all programs can visit the letter C, the number four, the warriorself.com website, and they can start there an application for cash assistance, CalFresh or medical. The questions are geared towards the need of the customer. If individuals are in need of food, they can get information at the getcalfresh.org website. The process is very simple. It's about eight minutes. The application is received by the county worker the same day. The customer can provide information or verifications once the application is submitted using the same website. Applicants in need of medical can go to coverca.com or to the C number four yourself.com and apply for medical, CalFresh, CalWorks, all benefits. They can also do it. We have the 877-410-8827 number where they can call and request an application to be mailed. We have some individuals that don't like to use technology to apply. Yep. We can mail them an application, but we encourage everyone to try, you know, our online resources, self-service options. Um, it's very fast, convenient. They can do it 24 seven from anywhere. And again, we have more information at the ripcodepss.org website. That's great. Thank you, Maribel. And for our listeners, I want you to know that those um, contact points, the website, uh, the phone number, the places to go, that will all be listed out in our podcast notes. So you just listen and take it in. You can reference those notes, notes after the fact, and you'll know exactly where to go. Uh, so, you know, Maribel, will I find this, the answer to this next question out as I navigate that application? Or is there any information you can tell our listeners about? Is there certain kinds of documentation that I should get ready ahead of time? Should I have, you know, pay stubs, um, evidence of, you know, where I live, anything like that? Is there anything I can do as a customer knowing that I want to apply for those those services through DPSS to kind of get ready for that application and make it go a little bit smoother? Thank you, Nathan. That is an excellent question. Um, yes, there are some documents that uh, the customers may need to supply. However, we recommend everyone to have these documents handy when they are submitting an online application to avoid mistakes with their name, social security number, uh, telephone number. So some of the documents that they may be required to provide are picture ID, a birth certificate, proof of their immigration status if they were not born in the United States, um, social security card for each household member if they are applying for benefits, proof of income that include pay stubs. If they are receiving um, unemployment or state disability, we may ask for award letters. Customers who are retired or receiving some type of uh, pension benefit, we will ask for social security letters or award letters from their employer uh, participant plans child support checks, which is very important because if they are receiving child support, um, we can go ahead and use that income and all we need is a copy of the award letter or the check that they are um, receiving. We also need proof of housing and utility costs, for example, rent receipts. If they are paying for mortgage, we can get a mortgage um, bill, utility bills. Uh, proof of disability if they are disabled and not receiving um, Social Security disability benefits. 
And again, if they are paying child support, we also need that because that may be used as a deduction depending on the program the customer is applying. But again, you know, some individuals will be required to provide some information, others may not if we are able to verify the information at the federal level or internally with any other program that they may have had in the past. Okay, and I know you mentioned uh, child support can come up in that application process, whether you are someone receiving support and you might put that down as a source of income or you're a parent paying support and you might put that down as you know, an expense that you have. But what is your experience in customers at DPSS applying for CalWORKs, and let's just be specific to that, um, and questions that might come up about child support. Do, do you find that there are customers who automatically uh, want to know, hey, if I apply for this you know, CalWORKs program, do I have to have a child support you know, case opened as well? Does that kind of thing come up often for you to address? Um, well, yeah, it does. Sometimes um, they don't want to apply for cash assistance because they are already receiving um, child support. But um, we ask them to apply for the benefits and let the eligibility worker determine how that will be treated. If they are receiving income, um, depending on their family composition, or if they are paying the support. Um, one of the, the barriers that we have sometimes is that uh, they receive electronic payments. So it's contacting their worker to obtain that verification. And I noticed that your website offers all that information. So sometimes we are able to refer the customers either to their assigned case worker or to visit your website to obtain additional information. Yeah, that's that's right. And you're right. You know, those that is that information is available there. And I think just hearing you talk about that, uh, I want our listeners again to be making the connection and recognize that, you know, the the two agencies are connected at some level because there is a connection to support paid or received and then an application for for CalWORKs at a very basic level. What I loved hearing you say, though, and, and you tell me if I kind of got the, the gist of this right. An applicant for services at DPSS, they really are the ones that are uh, in charge of that request, if you will. They are in the driver's seat. Correct. We are able to verify some information, like I mentioned before, at the federal level. But if additional verifications are needed, definitely it is the customer's responsibility to provide those verifications to their eligibility worker to complete the determination. However, we offer the resources if they don't know where to get those um, verifications. Okay. So that's that's great. So thank you for for providing that information. Uh, is, is there anybody that uh, yeah, I know you said it's pr pretty much open to everybody, right? And there are some qualifications that they will discover as they go through the uh, the process of applying for your services. Is there anything else under the the general umbrella uh, Maravell of CalWORKs that you wanted to speak to? Um, no, the, the CalWORKs umbrella has a lot of different services that are provided. Um, one of them is childcare. You know, families are able to receive um, childcare benefits if they are working. Assistance is available again to these families if they are receiving cash assistance or if they are caring of children under the age of 13 or if they need childcare because they need to work or, you know, do other. Um, welfare to work um, activities that are approved. And I think um, Alisa can probably help us expand a little bit more on this. 
Sounds good. So, Elisa, for a, a customer who is receiving CalWORKs and, uh, you know, underneath that, there's a, a lot of other things that are going on in terms of, you know, can they work? Um, what if they need help finding work? Can you speak to us a little bit about the the welfare to work side of, of that program and, and what our listeners would need to know about those services? Absolutely, Nathan. Thank you. Um, yes, wealth, the Welfare to Work programs, Maribel already started to talk about the child care programs. That's just one of our um, supportive services in the way we assist. Um, when a family is approved for CalWORKs and they have that sense of stability, um, they've got some income coming in, they've either got some Medi-Cal coverage and some, some you know, uh, CalFresh coming into the household, then they're stable. The next step in, in their um, our programs is to help them go back to work. We talked about that self-sufficiency piece, and um, that's where the welfare to work programs come into play. Um, an individual, the family would be referred over to the welfare to work services or employment services, and um, that's where we sit down with that family, the adults in the family, and really go over where they're at in their lives. You know, we're going to talk about work history, career goals, education, all of the things that are going on and where they're at and really where they want to go. You know, what is the next step for this family? What's going to help them get to where they're not going to need the CalWORKs program anymore to support the, the family? Um, you know, part of that, as Maribel said, is child care. Um, but we'll start with some of the, the primary programs. Um, our job readiness workshops. This is an amazing opportunity um, for individuals to really learn. We offer um, multiple different types of workshops. Um, the job readiness stuff it's interviewing tips it's it's how to complete a resume we actually help them do a really quality resume um interviews i know a lot of times i've had individuals that would come through the programs and they don't know how to answer their question how to explain maybe a gap in work history or how they lost that job or what's happened and so they have those kinds of things we also have um things on world-class relationships you know you know, going into the workforce, um, even living in, a, in your family, it's all about relationships. So we help them strengthen those relationships. Um, we also partner with um, several other agencies, um, behavioral health services. Um, you know, especially in this COVID environment, there's a lot of stuff that's going on. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of anxiety. Um, maybe there's some substance, substance use issues going on. And so we partner with behavioral health and we can provide counseling um, to the families and the individuals within that family to help them cope and to help them take the next step and, and build up the strengths necessary. Um, the other supportive service is childcare. We can pay while that family is either looking for work and participating in our activities. Um, and once they actually go to work, um, we can help uh, pay for, cover the, some of the childcare costs for their children as well. Um, transportation expenses, you know, we can help them put get a bus pass or put gas in their vehicle so they can get back to forth, back and forth to work or to that job interview. Um, we also have some of the expenses related to going to work or keeping a job. So, you know, family walks in and they need some help getting that uniform or getting a particular tool or an item that's necessary to start that job that's going to lead to that self-sufficiency. Depending on the item and the cost, we can pay for that on their behalf. So really, it is a, our programs are about supporting the families and, um, you know, helping them achieve their goals. 
Yeah, it sure sounds like it. And it truly is a county community effort, really, to wrap around these families and provide them with the services that they need. One question that comes to mind as I'm listening to you is, are, are these services that you just mentioned available to, and they're going to be provided to, or at least offered to anybody that applies for CalWORKs, or or is this maybe an and or, or, or can somebody come in to DPSS and just apply specifically for those more work-related uh, services that you've just mentioned? Uh, no, that's a great question. Thank you, Nathan. Um, the supportive services, the welfare to work programs that are available are only available to the, the families that are receiving um, CalWORKs assistance on a regular basis. Okay. So th that to me is encouragement. You just want to go apply, right? You don't, you don't want to limit yourself. You don't want to think to yourself, I really think I only need this. Just apply, talk to a worker and find out what is available to you because it sure, I, I will tell you that some some of the things that you're mentioning, I did not know those were services that you provided. So I'm guessing that I'm not the only one. And there, there are members of our listening audience and the public that, um, you know, they would be doing themselves a disservice by making an assumption that, well, maybe DPSS can't help me with that, or I really only want this piece, so I won't apply. So they, they should just go talk to you. <laughs> this is what I think. They, they really should. You know, coming through the doors, I know it, it, it's hard. You know, a lot of times we see and we have families that come in and they never thought they would walk through our doors and but we are here to help that's the point we're a social service agency our job is to help um, families get back on their feet um, we've got some other programs that are pretty amazing as as well that are fairly new um, to the welfare to work programs um, we have some career development services we have a subsidized employment program where we partner with local businesses and we pay a portion of, of the customers wages when they go to work when they go back to work if it's a partnering employer so not only is it great for that person but also it helps out our local businesses especially right now those that are coming back from covid um it, we can help support that business and and pay a portion of that person's wages for the first six months that they're on that job wow that's, um, that's amazing yeah th that is a great one we have our work experience program which is we've partnered with local nonprofit agencies and local government and we help people be placed in those organizations to gain unpaid work experience it's a great opportunity if somebody's got a long you know gap in their work history so they just need to kind of get back into the group of going to work every day maybe they want to change careers you know it's a great way to get some exposure into some other areas and have them have some experience um, as well we partner with some other education providers and there's some no-cost education and demand fields um, which is you know short term and um, we also have the family stabilization program the housing support programs and those really are there to stabilize families obviously calworks is is um, a stabilizing program but the family um, stabilization services really are very intensive um, and it's a holistic approach. We address the families, we help them. Maybe they've had a long-term illness that has really affected the family and they're trying to navigate the disability benefits and just the stress that goes along with that. Um, housing support helps people if they are homeless. We can help them find housing, pay some of the deposits and do other things. Or right now, if a family's facing eviction because they've lost their income, there may be some, some financial aid to help people stay in their homes, not only rentals, but people that actually are paying their mortgages and missed mortgage payments. So there's some great opportunities out there. 
Yeah, there really is. And I, I think uh, there's a few things coming to mind, and I'll throw this out there um, for either of you to answer. So is there a, a limit on how long someone can, um, you know, have these services provided to them? Does it vary based on, you know, what is being provided? Or if you're an applicant for CalWORKs, um, it starts on this date and it runs for a certain period. How, how long is all of this available to one of your customers? There are some time limits that are that are built into the programs, and those are at a federal and, and state level. Um, it is 48 months, which is the equivalent of four years that they're allowed to receive the Cal CalWORKs benefits. There are some things that it could, could extend that, such as child support being paid in, that could extend the time that the family is, but those are all on an individual basis. Okay. And that would be something they'd wanna to talk to the eligibility worker about. Okay, and I know, you know, a lot of what we talk about, we're talking about families. Um, because of, you know, me being part of child support services, I'm typically thinking about children. And I know that that's a large part of what DPSS does, but um, I don't believe that's everything. So if, if you are a family um, or an individual, can you still go apply a family without kids or an individual? Can you still go apply for these benefits at DPSS or do you have to have children? For the CalWORKs children, um, having children is a requirement or if you are a female and you have little or no income and you're in se your second or third trimester of pregnancy, then you, you can apply for the CalWORKs program and you may be eligible to those services. Okay. You know, I think that thinking about myself, you know, if I was to go apply for these services and I'm thinking through some of the difficult circumstances, you know, that people are facing, you know, especially over the last, you know, year or so, one of the things I'm guessing that I would want to know, and I'm probably not alone in this, is this is a lot of information to take in. And then if I qualify and I'm receiving these benefits, am I going to have to pay this back? So I don't know if you get that question, but, but I would think that that might be a, a common question or something that your customers wonder is, do I have to pay some of this back? Do I have to reimburse you know, the county for the benefits that I'm receiving? So how does all of that work? And I'm not sure, uh, Maribel or Elisa, which one uh, of you should answer that, but uh, I think that might be something our listeners want to know. Yes, so that's a, a, a tough question, but in reality, all depends on each individual case and the reporting changes to the county. So if a family suffers a change in income, then the responsibility, which is addressed at the beginning of the application, is to report those changes to the family. If someone is leaving the house, coming into the house, um, having a baby, um, separation of families, all those changes really play a big role. And like I said, it all depends on the individual case and how timely those changes are reported to the county. Okay. And that is similar, I think, to the world of child support and that customers who have a court order for child support, really anytime they have a, a significant change in circumstance similar to the things that you just mentioned, whether it's an increase or decrease in income, whether it's additional dependence, they want to let us know. And one of the things, and I'd, I'd like one of you to address whether your approach at DPSS and in, in responding to those kinds of issues with customers is the same as ours. Really what we are encouraging our customers to do is don't make assumptions that whatever that change in circumstance is could result in a negative impact for you. So in child support, for example, if you're a parent paying support and you've had an increase in your income, 
You don't want to automatically jump to an assumption that I want to withhold that information and not share it with child support services because that could mean that I have to pay more money. What we encourage our customers to do is just be transparent. We in response will be transparent with information, with what regulations and policies are, and we'll just walk them through if anything needs to change. And if it does, here's how we do it. Uh, because really in our experience, it could go either way. There, there are times when those changes in circumstances actually make it so someone has to pay less money. Um, on the flip side of it, the parent receiving support, you know, it may make it so they end up receiving more. So I think there's some similarities there, um, you know, with your customers. What is the approach and the response that, you know, DPSS would have to encourage their customers to, you know, provide you with that updated information? Well, definitely we want them to apply for those benefits that are available to them. And yes, we work the same way as your department. For example, someone who applies for CalWORKs, they may be entitled to receive cash assistance, medical benefits, and CalFresh. If a negative um, change happens and it in, you know, that impacts their eligibility to the CalWORKs program, they are referred to medical and CalFresh. So we will always look for the best for the family, um, regardless of the change that is reported. And let's say, for example, on the medical program, if we have someone who was eligible to medical because they had low income and now they change jobs and they are making a little bit more money, they may no longer be eligible for medical, but we do a referral to another program so they can continue receiving health benefits or, you know, we have protection programs and the customers may not be aware of this. We have a program that protects families from losing eligibility for up to 12 months. So if they are not aware of these changes, um, they are not able to apply this protection. And if we find that at a later time, the protection may no longer be eligible for these customers. So our rule is please um, report your changes. Let us do the eligibility determination. Our staff is trained to do that. It's um, We do regular um, trainings to update individuals on um, state um regulation changes, new policies. So that's what we do best. And we are here to provide those services to our customers. That's great. And I, I do believe that you do that to the best of your abilities. You guys are, are great. You provide a wonderful um, breadth of services to the public. And yeah, it's really an encouragement to everybody. Don't make those assumptions, you know, provide the information, work with your with your worker at DPSS, same thing at child support, because there may be options available to continue to help you, even if you think uh, there's going to be a change that, that could potentially, uh, you know, not be in your favor. Um, one of the things I did want to get to, and, and we've kind of touched on COVID with, you know, a, a mention here and there. One of the things I did want to ask you both is, is there anything that our listeners need to know about, you know, the, the different pivots that DPS has had to make over the last year to continue to provide services? Has there been any changes in availability um, of customers to your offices? Is there anything that they would need to know right now? Uh, is it in person? Is it virtual? Is it a combination of both? Is there anything uh, specific to, to COVID and how customers re uh, you know respond and engage with you at DPSS that you could help them? them know? 
Absolutely, Nathan. You know, our goal has been to protect the public and protect the staff. So um, the majority of our staff is teleworking at this moment. Um, our, we have limited office hours available. Um, for customers to come in if need be. Um, they can reach their eligibility workers or their welfare work workers via phone. Um, applications are always available um, at the offices if somebody needs to come in and take them. And that's why we strongly encourage the see for yourself application. Um, they can apply for benefits. They can reach out to their workers. They can provide documentations. They can report changes, all of that via the uh, application, very mobile friendly. Um, so yeah, we have taken a very proactive approach to that. Yeah, and I think that's the most important thing for listeners to know is that um, you are taking it seriously. Child Support Services has taken it seriously. The county has as a whole. We really do want our customers to be safe. We want them to be protected. We want to make sure that we are following all the proper protocols uh, when engaging with our customers. And, you know, if there's something good that has come out of it, it is probably the, the technology and it's the uh, emphasis on different ways of engaging with customers. So that, that, that's been a good thing. Uh, Maribel, uh, Elisa, we are closing in on the end of our episode. I'm looking at my coffee cup and I'm getting pretty close to the end of it. So uh, one final question, uh, I take it back, two, two questions to kind of close us out. One is I just want to make sure uh, that we haven't missed anything. So for either of you, if there's any program or part of your services uh, that we've not touched on uh, enough or, or we missed, I want to give you a moment to, to do that and uh, follow that up with um, or go right into this next next answer uh, if, if there isn't anything we've missed. What would you want to leave as kind of a closing message to our listeners about your services? A, a word of encouragement about feel, feeling free and comfortable to come see you, um, or, you know, reassuring them that you're there to help them, any kind of closing message. So as we approach the end of our uh, podcast episode, I'll, I'll leave that there with the two of you to respond to. Yes, thank you, Nathan. So what we need to, you know, the message that we want to give our customers is that uh, DPS self-sufficiency, it's here for them. Our self-service options are available 24-7. Um, going to our website, readcodedpss.org, read about the many programs that we have. You will be able to find answers to most common questions. But again, you know, if you are interested in applying for benefits, please visit the letter C, number four, yourself.com website um, to apply for CalWorks, Medical, or CalFresh. And then again, CalFresh applicants, getcalfresh.org or Cover California if you are trying to apply for medical or any other benefit. But again, you know, we are there for our customers and um, our job is really to help them become self-sufficient by offering those programs, CalWorks, um, CalFresh, uh, and medical. And again, this is for individuals, for families, um, regardless of immigration status for medical, other programs have other requirements, but please visit the ripcodepss.org website for additional information, and we are here to to help them. Excellent, thank you, Maribel. Elisa, anything else that you would like to add? Um, just to kind of tag on with what Maribel was saying, you know, all the programs are here. The Welfare to Work program really is here to support the families and support the communities and bring 
the customers together with the employment opportunities and education opportunities are out there truly help them grow and take that next step um you know and and really let us support you you know come please come ask you know i always say it never hurts to ask and, and ask about our services you know we will we will let you know everything that's available to you. We will help you access the programs that are available to you. Um, Riverside County is one large partnership. We, we you know, work with like community action partnership. We have so many different resources. So please come and ask. Also, if none of these services work for you, um, 211 is another resource that is available to anyone in Riverside County. Dial that up, ask them some questions. They will be able to provide a resource to you for just about anything you can think of um, in the way of helping agencies. Excellent. Thank you both so much. You're, you're the best. I appreciate your time. I hope our customers uh, have learned a lot about what DPSS offers and the programs under uh, self-sufficiency and CalWORK. So thank you for your time. And I think for uh, a closing thought for me, for our child support customers connected to DPSS, if you are a customer who's looking to apply for uh, CalFresh, for food stamps, remember child support, because those are benefits that are not going to automatically end up in a child support case being opened. And that may be what you want. And that's, and that's fine. But if we are a service uh, that can help you as well and you're applying for one of those those benefits with DPSS, remember us. We'd be happy to talk to you. We'd be happy to explain uh, our program in more detail to you. So please reach out to us. Thank you, ladies, both very much. My coffee cup is now empty, and that signals the end of our episode. So thank you so much for joining us. And I want to remind our listeners to please subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on a variety of different platforms, including Spotify and Anchor FM, uh, Apple uh, podcast platform. You can contact us at rivcodcss.com, find our contact information and a whole host of other information, including a resource page. If you're in need of some assistance as well, looking for uh, job openings, that kind of thing, we also provide a little bit of information on that. So thank you very much, ladies. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day as well.